0: This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by GameFi.
1: Hi, welcome to IGM GameScoop. I'm your guest host, Jared Petty, joined by Justin Scoop, Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. I'm back. And Casey DeFridis. Whoa. I want to remind you that you can catch GameScoop every Friday at 3 p.m. on IGN.com and then on Saturday at 3 p.m. on YouTube. That's Friday, 3 p.m. on IGN.com, Saturday, 3 p.m. on YouTube. Damon is out. No one knows where he is. That's I know where he is. Yeah, we, we know where uh,
2: he is. He's just on vacation in Japan. I was just on vacation as well. Justin was on vacation for a little bit. Yeah. I'm going back that, on vacation. No conspiracies here.
1: That cover story is much less good than the <laughs> hey, one I, I came hey, up with there. Hey. All, right. All right. Yeah. So, Casey, have you been on vacation?
0: Um, You went on a three-day weekend. Yeah, I did. I did go on a three-day weekend this weekend. Ooh, right. Went up to Arnold, California. It's very smoky, but all I did was stay inside of a cabin and play D&D all weekend, so Mm. it was fine.
1: That's a
3: good life. (laughs) My second favorite place in California named after a person. Yeah? What's the first? Davis.
1: There we go. (laughs) (laughs) You're smoked in,
2: they call that.
3: Yes.
1: So with Damon (laughs) gone, I'm guest hosting today. I'm wearing my most Damon-friendly shirt. I let my hair grow out so (laughs) that I could look a little more like Damon. I've been working on that. Today... We're going to be talking about our JRPGs experiencing a renaissance, the best dragons in video games, the Switch lineup, the ultimate video game trilogy, top video game weapons, and, of course, video game 20 questions. But first, you can write into IGN Scoop just like Scott did on Facebook. He's you starting with a question? I am. You maniac. I know. Does Scott what say what where he's done? from? Scott did not say where he's from. Or, okay. Nope. The internet. He's Scott from the internet. <laughs> okay. Scott Coppinger, mm-hmm. right. when he asked on Facebook – Should the Game of the Year award be evolving with the current state of games? For example, should games that may have come out last year but are exponentially exploding this year be able to be counted in the Game of the Year debate, a.k.a. Fortnite? Should games in first access be included in the Game of the Year debate, like PUBG last year? Or should Game of the Year debate remain only around games that came out in the year of the reward award.
2: Man, brief, brief digression. Did you see that the Oscar, the Oscars, Academy Awards yeah. announced today most popular movie? Well, yeah, a popular, best movie popular Academy. movie. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, yeah. But then which, they're like, which I presume means Marvel movies. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I immediately started thinking about Thor Ragnarok. I was yeah. like, so that that one. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's really cool. Wait, do you like it? You like I would it take popular game as as. Uh, as a uh, category, yeah.
1: I used to advocate when I worked here that we should have a catch-all at the end for that one game that didn't fit in any of the categories, but was like the, like the like best. The, of the just rest.
2: because award,
3: yeah,
1: effectively, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. you talked you 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 killed that idea.
2: Did I talk you out of it? No,
1: you just said no. We're not doing that, Jared. So, oh.
2: Justin, you've run these before and you added a best mm-hmm. uh, updated game, right? One yeah,
1: I mean, running Game of the Year awards
3: is impossible and no one has ever successfully done it. Um, <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> it's just getting, it is, I mean, you know, Scott's right. It's getting harder and harder over time. Um, so, to kind of go point by point, like, do you make a special consideration for games that launched one year but then kind of exploded the following year? In my opinion, no, because they're not a popularity contest. And it's irrelevant how many millions of people are playing Fortnite when it comes to Game of the Year. What's relevant is how good is the game. Mm -hmm. And that uh, is the same as it was last year as it was this year. What's more relevant is uh, how much has the game changed or evolved to become better over time. And that's where it becomes a little bit thornier issue, worthy of a little bit more editorial rigor, I think.
0: So, refresh my memory. Did we put PUBG in the running last year?
2: No one knows. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't in the run- running for game of the year, but it was in the running for best Xbox One game. Okay. Yeah.
0: So did it ever come out? it was out? new for Xbox One. But was it still in early access, like beta? At that point, yeah.
2: I don't know. No, Last on year? Xbox One, I don't know what the, whether to call that or an early access beta, but I believe that was a launch day.
3: So I okay. rule. I mean, separate from That's early. That's a
2: good ac- point. I forgot about the early access
3: from stuff. separate from you know early access or pre release or some of that you know sort of thing. Um, our policy at IGN, and not that you know we're infallible or it's not subject to change, but the way that we think about it currently is a game is only eligible for uh, you know our major awards in the calendar year that it came out. With the exception of our platform awards, if a game is ported to a platform, you know, in a subsequent year, then it's eligible again just for that platform award. Mm-hmm. So the example was uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, hit most platforms one year, but then hit Xbox the following year. Mm-hmm. So that following year, the only award it was eligible
2: for was the Xbox award.
1: So what do you think about something like Fortnite Battle Royale, uh, yeah, the most popular I mean, game in the world about
2: right now? Game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And you know that is the biggest topic this year for mm-hmm. sure. And, and who knows if it's the best game this year? Yeah. But it's interesting because like the. Best game, even though that came out before and it's really popular right now, there are other games that are really popular right now, like Candy Crush and stuff yeah. like that. But it came out before, so it's like you have to limit it somewhere. Game of the mm-hmm.
3: year is not like time person of the year where it's just like mm-hmm. the most influential or most important mm-hmm. game of the year. Like yeah. It is intended to be – like the, the sort of missing word from there is best game of the mm-hmm. year mm-hmm.
0: for sure.
1: Okay, so yeah. do you uh, – what about you, Casey? Are no, I,
0: I completely really, – I wouldn't put Fortnite in the running for game of the year this year because it came out last year. Mm-hmm. And it was still doing the same things that it's doing now last year. Like mm-hmm. at the end, I started playing around like November of last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. think it should be up in the running just because it got more popular. Okay. Yeah, because best game, game of the year is
2: still Super Metroid for Justin <laughs> or Super Mario Brothers 3 for me. Or Twilight Princess for
1: you? Uh, We do love Twilight Princess.
3: Well, and then we run into issues. It's like you set these rules, and then there's a million and one edge cases and games that break those rules. Mm -hmm. Like what I just sketched out, which is pretty clear and makes sense. Like, oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is eligible on the Xbox the year it came out on the Xbox. It's like, well, what about games getting ported to the Switch? What about Mario Mm -hmm. Kart? Like, is that eligible for Switch Game of the Year or not? Like, what or what if it's an even older game? You know, what? Like, the year that Super Metroid hits a new platform, isn't it just automatically that platform's? Game of the Year that year, and then at some point, you know, you make a cutoff of like, no, 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 that rule is not designed for like retro ports, you know, being brought over, but you know, contemporary games that just happen to slip into another calendar year on some platforms.
1: What about games like Final Fantasy fourteen where the game fundamentally changed? It mm-hmm. became a completely different or, video I mean, game with the same name. I
0: think if it warrants a brand new review, then it we should possibly consider it to be a Game of the Year because that was huge. They completely shut down Final Fantasy fourteen mm-hmm. and then rebuild it from the ground up to come up with A Realm Reborn. And they do that with games sometimes. And I think that would warrant it to be in a game-a-year discussion if it had to get a new review and the review was drastically different from the original.
3: We've done, uh, oh gosh, I don't remember the name of the award offhand, but we have an award for the Best Living Game or Best Game as a Service. And and it's, you know, meant to be, it's a little bit of a catch-all,
2: but like... uh, Best Popular Game.
3: (laughs) So we do, you know, Best Expansion. And so that allows us to, you know, if Destiny 2 Forsaken or a new MMO, you know, Final Fantasy Expansion turns out to be good. Hopefully they can get some recognition Through that award. And then we also have sort of a Living Gamer Games as a Service Award that tries to give an accolade or reward the developers that have done a really good job sort of supporting a legacy game. But um, our awards, if I'm being frank, are probably not all the way there yet and are probably not like a really accurate, you know, wonderful reflection of the way that video games are played and consumed in 2018.
1: Then very quickly, what would you change? I don't know.
2: The most important thing is that we respect our planet's revolution around our star okay, <laughs> and, you know, and make sure we, we account for the best games that came out while the earth traveled yeah. around that that star.
3: was that was going to be my point where i like i said kind of flippantly i don't know how i would change him but like you're starting from like as sam just said you're starting from like a little bit of a flawed premise to begin with of just like the calendar year is arbitrary
1: what do you right? have against druids <laughs> Dude, okay. I like moonkin form druids. What about the the Gregorian calendar? Yeah, uh, you know, the Copernicus, all that stuff. Galileo went to jail for this stuff. Yeah, that's it's true. We respect I that.
2: respect it, and uh, you know, you could say that's why we do things every once in a while. Like best games of a generation. Yeah,
0: I yeah. do also. And that's think just a
2: different way to say. Yeah. It. I compare them all.
0: I do think we do need an actual cutoff date because, for example, like Xenoblade Chronicles wasn't it mm-hmm. part of our game of the year discussion last year because it came out too late in the year. I
3: don't think that's quite true. I think we had a few people that were playing it, and they were supposed yeah. to like report back. Like, is this game good enough to be in the Yeah. So we've done that a couple different ways in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had a cutoff. Like the awards are not actually you know January one to January to December thirty one. It was like mm-hmm. December fifteen or whatever. Or we've done it the other way, where if a game came out really late um you know we're not super precious about our awards and we've added things like we added what star wars we added force awakens yeah okay like and so like we limit ourselves to 10 nominees with the asterisk of hey look again we're not that precious about it we'll add an 11th game if you know a really really
1: late in the year game Mm -hmm. or something you know so you got that barry bonds asterisk there Mm-hmm. on the end wow Yep. Yeah. moving right. ahead here to number two john k also don't know where he's from we don't know where anyone's from today
2: well he invented Ren Stimpy. yeah
1: and, uh, he lives in new york city oh well let's maybe not this john Kay. yeah i okay. was gonna say i think that's a very different john k yeah and they may this john k may not want to be associated it's true uh john k writes in on twitter long time listener first time writer how did you get these questions? Uh, Damon said, "Just reach out on the Facebook group and Twitter." Oh, so that's what I did. We have a Facebook group. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay, indeed. As a matter of fact, I don't think hey, can any. Can you of invite people... us? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a Facebook. group. I'm not trying
3: to be mean. I don't think I was aware. I'm I literally reached Facebook
1: out group. to the Facebook group, knowing you guys wouldn't be on there, to get this week's twenty I've questions. Nothing against it.
2: Yeah, I like the NBC Facebook group. I'm,
1: I know you're on yeah. like Facebook. I'm not trying to be like you hate Facebook groups. I just figured you weren't on there.
2: Jared, I've been out of town.
1: It's <laughs> true. You have been out of town on vacation. Yeah. Just like Damon, no one knows. Long time listener, first time writer. I've long liked GameScoop and would like to know how they felt about the, I, I, I assume he means you guys, how they felt about the rest of the year's lineup for Switch. Mm-hmm. Many feel it was lackluster. I was wondering what the Omega Cops thought about all of this. Now, before we go into this, I've made a list of some of the major releases coming out, or, or to me, interesting releases, headed out before the end of the year on Switch. Mm-hmm. Minute, which I really liked, Okami HD, Mini Metro, Cosmic Star Heroine, Castle Storm, Little Dragons, Mm. The Blob 2, or Little Dragons Cafe, The Blob uh, 2, Monster Hunter, Gen Ultimate, The World Ends With You, Starlink, Dark Souls Remastered, FIFA 19, Mega Man 11, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Smash Brothers, Killer Queen Black, Mark of the Ninja Remastered, Super Meat Boy Forever, No More Heroes, Travis Strikes Again, and Kentucky Route Zero, which comes to twenty twenty one games, plus all the stuff we get every week in mm-hmm. the Nindy store that I didn't bother to note there. That averages out to with twenty weeks left in the year about a game a week plus some of the Nindy stuff. Well yeah, but but some of these most are,
3: those are too. but most of those are really old. Exactly. And that's like really, like, like Mark of the Ninja is a really, really dope game, but it's not really fair to be like, oh, you're getting one great game a week. It's like that's like a five-year-old game that has already hit most platforms that a lot of people already played. Aha, expound. I just did, that was it. Yeah. Expound. That <laughs> was my entire I mean, point. I,
0: don't, <laughs> I personally don't really need a new game to play yeah. a week. Like a lot of these games will have dozens or like so many hours, like Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, you could easily put 500 hours into that game before beating it.
2: That's a port, right?
0: Um no, that's well for America, this is the first time we're getting this oh, cool. game. It's an expansion of Monster Hunter Generations, which came out for the 3DS in 2016. Mm-hmm. And this is that game plus 14 new monsters and a new difficulty mode with new totally new um Stuff. sets of armor and like just the a lot game more things. Yeah.
1: It so is it is like if if World World was kind of a hey, let's make this friendly for Americans. This one is in terms of content a much deeper game actually than yeah. World.
0: Yeah. It well, has so it has three times as many monsters as Monster Hunter World, and probably five times as many missions. How many <laughs> monsters
1: does Minute have? Uh, minute has it has little crab monsters. <laughs> it has few other minutes. Uh, uh, minute's I was going
2: this fall, in terms of first party Nintendo games, is just not good for me.
0: Oh, Mario Party.
2: Yeah, I'm really interested in Mario Party. But oh. for you, it's probably really good because Smash and Pokemon mm-hmm. are things you're greatly interested in. Yeah. So like your excitement for fall must be a lot higher than, yeah. than say, mine.
0: I I've, I've been fine with the Switch um, launch. Like Octopath Traveler, I love. Mm-hmm. I love The World Ends With You, and I know that's a re-release, but it's a good game and people should play it. Um, Monster Inter- Generations Ultimate, Mario Party in October, Pokemon in November, Smash in December. I'm pretty mm-hmm. happy.
2: We don't know enough about Mario Party, but I hope we see it at Gamescom because... It wasn't at E three except for just in the little bit of like showing yeah. us what it is. But we, yeah, to to we, we
0: did a banana minigame. I
3: kind of go back and forth on this topic. Like the Switch is undoubtedly been in a little bit of a drought this year, right? Compared to like year one that had that one two punch of like Zelda and Mario and there's mm-hmm. it's you know, Smash is gonna be amazing, but that's December. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Mario Party and Mario tennis can't quite rise to that level, right? Mm-hmm. So but on the flip so on the one hand, when you're living it like day to day, minute to minute, it's like my switch is collecting dust. I paid three hundred dollars for this thing, I've had nothing like especially if you're not interested in mario tennis you could have gone several months without having anything to play on this system and i think that's like a legitimate complaint that gamers raise but the flip side is you get you know two years three years into a system and when you're behind it looking back it was like they released you know dozens of really really great first party and third party experiences and um once you get the benefit of sort of time and hindsight and uh you're sort of out of it looking back it's like okay yeah that was actually a really really solid lineup and it was it would have been maybe a little bit challenging to expect more
2: i'm in this weird state right now where i was like i'm not excited to play my switch for so many months like i i yeah. just really disappointed with the fall lineup and mm-hmm. just, but i'm happy for people that like smash brothers and pokemon those are huge games but I thought that you know three weeks ago I wouldn't be touching my switch for a while. All I've been doing is playing Octopath Traveler, <laughs> yeah, and then now so am, and I'm playing um, Dead Cells mm-hmm. on Switch, and uh, I just it's on 3DS, but I freaking love WarioWare, so. I'm playing three big Nintendo games right now, or, you know, on Nintendo platforms. I I didn't expect that. So when you read through that list, and even though there's old games on there and some games I didn't recognize, like there will likely be many, many times I play Switch again this fall.
3: Things kind of ebb and flow. Like I didn't play, after Mario, I didn't play my Switch. I lost my Switch. I couldn't find it. Oh, no. For months. Um, But I didn't even, I didn't even, like, you know, there were no games coming out I was interested in, didn't know where my Switch was. You found it and there was a crack in it? (laughs) Yeah, I wish. Um I don't know why I said that. I wish, okay. <laughs> um, I wish my battery swelled. Uh- so I ended up, but now I cannot put uh, Picross 2 down. Mm. Um, and I'm loving Hollow Knight on the Switch. I've sort of come around on that yeah, game. Hollow Knight, yeah. And I'm still not, like, I don't like Dead Cells quite as much as some other people, but I'm playing Dead Cells as well. So, you know.
2: We, oh, you got Luminous also, and I got that too. Yeah. Like, there's just, I just don't expect to be playing all the games I'm actually playing. I go
3: through I, this habit of, I swear, it's just like whatever's put in front of my fa- face. It's like my animal brain. Like, when I don't play my Switch and I don't have, like, a cause to pick it up, I just ignore it completely but once one game gets me back on the train then I'm like well let's pile on these other games too like I'll go back to Steam at some point and sort of catch up on the dozen or so games I missed
1: there. Yeah, it's for me, I, I've been a long time. The, Nintendo won me over ages ago with their ability to sell me the same game over and over <laughs> and over again, whether I really needed to buy it or not. So originally that just extended to their first party library with things like virtual console or new ports or or, or compilations. But now they've actually seem to have found a way to sell me third party games that I've already bought, like Minute yeah. or Mark of the Ninja Luminous, and have yeah. me buy them on a new platform. Again, or Luminous, exactly. Yeah. And I, I keep doing it. I play my Switch more than my other consoles mm-hmm. and uh, probably, probably about on par with my PC. Uh, which I'm is excited. Stardew up
2: Valley's now. update is about to come out and you know I'll dive back into that because I, I started it on Switch, but it's not on Switch yet, but I'm really excited for that.
1: Next question. Are we in a console JRPG renaissance? This one from guest host Jared. With the release of Octopath Traveler, the upcoming Dragon Quest XI... Wait, pers- sorry, not to interrupt. D- this is you? This is you're me. just asking this question? I'm just asking this question. Okay. I can do that. Yep. Damon comes, comes up with questions.
2: Let's check in with the Jareds.
1: We're checking in with the Jareds. Hey, Hello, Jareds. Jared. <laughs> yeah, oh, and we, I'm not doing the rituals. I'm screwing this whole thing up. No, you're Look at fine. This. You're, you're, I just, I wanted to clarify. I want Damon back.
0: Game Scoop is sponsored by Gamefly, the best way to buy and rent your favorite games. Gamefly.com gives you access to 9,000 titles, which are mailed directly to your door. For one monthly fee, you can play the latest and greatest games for as long as you want, with no late fees or due dates, ever. When you get tired of a game, all you have to do is mail it back, and they'll send you the next title on your list. Today, every Scoop listener gets access to a free premium 30-day trial by going to Gamefly.com Scoop. That premium trial lets you rent two titles at the same time, and you get it by going to Gamefly.com S-C-O-O-P. Gamefly.com Scoop. Check it out.
1: The release of Octopath Traveler, (laughs) the upcoming Dragon Quest XI, Persona 5, Near Automata, Final Fantasy XV, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Shin Megami Tensei V, and this news from IGN.com that a commercially successful Nintendo-exclusive retro JRPG from Square Enix is something few would have predicted before Octopath Traveler sprang into being, but it may not be the last of its kind with Wall Street Journal reporter Takashi Michizuki at Square Enix Earnings Conference tweeting that Square has a lot to say about Octopath Traveler and the fact that the conference uh, – we should expect more Octopath Travel-like games. I read that future.
2: news today. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That like a Super Nintendo warshipping JRPG, which is different than a JRPG, right? Yeah. yeah. It is like this thing that they're talking about in their sales conference about are doing more of. But IM am is like that too. right? So to answer your
3: question, Yes. We are in a JRPG renaissance, for sure. Okay.
2: Um, But we have been since nineteen. So I
3: said, I think it was on Scoop, yeah, it, 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 on Scoop last week or maybe two weeks ago, I said that I wasn't very interested in Octopath Traveler because I don't really like you know, JRPGs that much. That's just not my style of game. And then I went mm-hmm. on to rant and rave about how much I loved Final Fantasy 15, mm. which is mm-hmm. a JRPG. And um, I, I think that that thread of logic does track because Final Fantasy 15 is so different yeah. and is so Western-influenced in its open world. So, you know, I hope I made sense there. But <laughs> the point being, like, whatever flavor of JRPG you want is there for mm-hmm. you yeah. now.
1: Yeah, JRPGs, I think, have a reputation, maybe maybe undeserved, maybe deserved, for sometimes reaching too deeply into tropes. And I think people sometimes forget how different design-wise one is from the other just because the art may be similar or the story may be similar. But the gameplay approaches, uh, particularly battle systems, mm-hmm. uh, are often extremely different. What are you guys' thoughts on this?
0: Well, I know that Disgaea, Disgaea 1 Collection is actually coming out for the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. this fall as well. So if you guys like JRPGs, you should check that out. Um but no I I, the battle systems are totally different. Even just the ones that you named off, like Niratamata is like an action game Mm -hmm. more than a a JRPG. Like there's no turn base really at all. But it's very interesting. And kind of out of bounds compared to a lot of other action adventure games we're used to, which I guess is mean, where.
2: Do you guys think there's more JRPGs out right now than there have been in the past couple of years? I just don't follow that closely. I but think but they're,
3: they're viable, right? Like, like in terms of volume of releases, like I don't know, maybe or maybe not. But like, you know, they're they're steeped in like published consci- consciousness and like their hype levels are really high again, and they're mm-hmm. at like the forefront of like video game culture in a way that like I don't think they were 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, they were being made. They've always been made but their success in the united states i think was really the, the mm-hmm. part that was striking and and their widespread acceptance i mean you had gems like nino cooney you know pop out or you had xenoblade chronicles xenoblade chronicles 2 the last story things what, like that
2: what's actually been popular recently that's a jrpg i mean the octopath. stuff I like, just just final fantasy 15 right uh, octopath what? well but like not including a little um, super nintendo game persona Persona 5 was it's like we're talking about like what sells 10 million you know Oh yeah, I, but I are mean, we really in a JRPG renaissance? I mean, come on. Yeah. I think yes. we are. Yes, there's <laughs> lo- if there's a lot of them and they're good, then yes. But I don't think they're selling you know, like these crazy Call of Duty numbers or anything. No,
0: Monster it's, Hunter Stories for sure. I'm kidding. It but I don't think they're well, made. I loved it.
1: I don't think they're made to sell. They are in Japan. That, that Dragon
2: Quest is the biggest series mm-hmm. in Japan. But
1: Rock, even Rock. Though, I agree with that. But even though Dragon Quest is the biggest series in Japan and and near and dear to my heart, even at its top sales levels, proportionally, it's not. Japanese game market simply doesn't sell as many games as well. It's a you know, it's
3: not a very big island. I don't know if you know this,
1: yeah, (laughs) but a lot of people actually about 130 million people on that little bitty island,
2: yeah, half the population of the United States, less, um, (laughs) (laughs) fewer, Fewer. yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I was gonna say that it's funny to think about, uh, you know, are we in a JRPG renaissance right now with the context of like what just that just got me thinking about the actual renaissance and like that was like 300, 400 years of history and how <laughs> funny it is to think about what the first 100 years of video game history is going to look like. Like what are the trends that are actually going to be the long-term trends? I don't know. Like basically multiplayer online games like Fortnite are at the beginning of the history of video games at this point. Mm. Yeah. Only I are like agree 40 years, years in.
1: It's so early. Yeah. The fact it's that – It's really funny. No. I'm, I'm working on a project right now where the, it, it just occurred to me. I mean I, I stood about two years ago at the Computer History Museum near here and I played Space War next to Slug Russell, its creator. Mm-hmm. You know, the first computer game from like 1962, and he's still standing there. Yeah. Like it's, it would be like in any other medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we couldn't do that. We can't do that for movies or TV or books or mm-hmm. comics or anything, but we can do it for video games. Yeah, yeah. we are losing them though. We are. Yeah, Ralph Bear passing away recently, and some of these folks getting pretty long on the tooth. So. Celebrate that history. All right. We've got that discussion. Let's move on to the, uh, to the next one here. Number four. So Dan very helpfully put things on the back of it. Nothing confuses me more than printing front and back. I've been s- sitting here in
3: silent bemusement watching you. So you have two papers there. Yes. And I've seen you flip them around about
1: 18 <laughs> times trying to figure out. Watching me do this is like watching me try to drive through a roundabout. Like <laughs> It's impossible. It's impossible. No one can understand how it works.
2: All Damon needs to run GameScoop is fingers. Yeah.
1: Oh, Damon sent me an email that was like, here's how to get ready for GameScoop. And it had like three items on it. Right, and ready. it was like, you know, get the questions from the Facebook group. Uh, make sure you show up at 2. You're already on the wrong finger. And count, you're required to count 20 questions on yeah, your finger. Mandatory. Yeah, that was the third one. <laughs> from Daniel Isaac, uh, this one kind of leading in from the JRPG discussion. Something to ask the panel. I know Spider-Man is getting the main buzz for September releases. Mm-hmm. But is anyone else excited for Dragon Quest Eleven besides yourself, Jared? Also, I'm a longtime fan of the Dragon Quest series. Do any of y'all care about Dragon Quest? No.
2: Uh, if we didn't have to cover strategy guides, yeah. <laughs> I would be very excited about Dragon Quest. I'm very worried about Dragon yeah.
3: Quest. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why is that? Because it's going to be it 110 was, hours
2: long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so difficult to cover, and you know, just yeah, it's stressful.
0: I know. I played. I've played Dragon Quest games. I've played Dragon Quest Monsters. Those are the only Dragon Quest Ooh, like games I've games. played. I played Dragon Quest Monsters on the, like the Game Boy, and mm-hmm. I played Dragon Quest Monsters Jokers. Yeah. on Did the you DS? Play yes. slime
2: one mm-hmm. uh, Did rocket, rocket
1: slime,
0: slime was no, so cute no i loved that oh, I love rocket slime one.
1: that was a game angie got hooked on yeah. I, I like for a week it was a week when we moved to japan and she's just like i don't want to look at japan i'm playing rocket slime yeah. like it was amazing was
2: one. and then uh the last game like this though was dragon quest uh 8 Right, journey of the cursed king, so, which I uh, yeah. beat, I, I almost hundred percented. I love that game. Eight's
3: yeah. the one that really—I get my numbers mixed up. Eight's the one that broke through in America, right with the uh, with the the 3D was, graphics, full sort of yeah, cool, so yeah, yeah. That was that, the, the PS2 one.
1: one. That was the PS2 That's one. Kind of, kind of. Really, seven
3: was the throwback one. That
1: seven had. was the throwback one that, one that Americans didn't really buy into, yeah. although it's re-release on on DS.
3: So, Jared, mm-hmm. like, what's the like two sentence summary of? I know eleven has this like long and storied history. Right. And now yeah. it's finally coming out here in America. So what's like the back of the box bullet the, point? The version?
1: really quick back of the box on this is that nine was an excellent DSRPG, but it was built largely around multiplayer features and trading. It's almost MMO, right? A, similar to it. Yeah. And that 10 is entirely an MMO oh, that's uh, and old never old. came to America. Uh, nine is more like Monster Hunter in a way. Yeah. Uh, although it's really good, uh, even single player. Mm-hmm. Eleven is the return to console, yeah. return to that classic kind of big three D Dragon Quest just, it looks single exactly player like story. A classic story, classic Drakway. Yeah, classic so Rockway.
3: I like I said uh, again a little flippantly right at the top. No, I'm not interested again, just because I'm not like it's not a knock against the game, which looks mm-hmm. gorgeous, and I'm glad that you know fans of this are getting what they want. But um, you know, I played eight, which was supposed to be the one. And it was too tropey for me, mm-hmm. and
1: the turn-based combat yeah, was too true. traditional and old-school for me, and um, it's just not my thing. It is it, – it created the tropes, mm-hmm. and so that's part of its, its kind of mm-hmm. character. I do recommend for people that have never played, of all of them, five is the best to get you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, is, it is exceptional. How the uh, hell do you kill King Slimes? Oh, it, it depends on the game, depends on the situation, but if you can, the rewards are always worth it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kind of spectacular. They, that's deliberately difficult. That said, I anticipated that this wasn't going to be a big Dragon Questy group, so I, I have a follow-up here. Okay. By the way, uh, I, I uh, am allowed to say that I'm reviewing Dragon Quest yeah. for IGN right now. That's really cool. So uh, can't say anything about it yet, but Dragon Quest Eleven. look at IGN for that review uh, here in a little bit. Um, Casey is a longtime friend, but one of the things Casey and I discovered the first time we were on GameScoop together is that we share a mutual love of dragons. Dragons of all types. We always right?
0: talk about dragons whenever.
1: We, we want to be dragons. We always <laughs> talk about dragons. It's Dragon Quest. So I wanted to ask all of you, what's the best video game dragon? <laughs> it's a big question.
0: I wanted to clarify this also before we talk Are we talking we about wyverns? The, yeah. So we've already had the discussion on GameScoop, the difference between wyverns and dragons. And just for the simplicity of this discussion, if a game considered something a dragon... We will not contest that, and we will also consider it a dragon. Like, Skyrim's dragons are actually in the shape of wyverns, but they call them dragons, so we will consider that a dragon. And
2: Casey also agreed that (laughs) since Yoshi spits fire when he eats stuff... He's a dragon.
0: I do not oh, agree. I but I died heavily.
1: So does that mean that Dalsim's Dolson, <laughs> a dragon? yes yeah, he spits fire. No, that's that's not how that works. So. No, no. no jo- Yoshi is not a dragon. He's clearly identified as a dinosaur.
0: Yeah, he is. He's a dinosaur. He lives
1: on Dinosaur Island.
0: Yeah. See, what confused me is that his Super and Smash. He if you lived on Dinosaur Island, shooting fire, which is weird.
1: If yeah. I lived on Dinosaur Island, I would walk around like this and absolutely be a dinosaur. Like that. Yeah, definitely. So, what's the best? What are the best dragons? Dragons, what are, what are worms, they? wyverns, uh, you know, drakes, whatever you want to call them. Uh,
0: mm. One of my favorite. So, there are two dragons I definitely want to mention. One of my favorite dragons is from Dragon Guard, and her name is uh, Angelus. That's a spoiler for anyone who hasn't played Dragon Guard. I'm Just sorry. Just the name? Just the name. So, the whole thing is that she t- has never told anyone her name because she finds it unimportant and she doesn't want any lesser beings knowing her name anyway. Ah. But so it's also well,
3: incredibly important. It is. Okay.
0: Yeah. But um, anyway, Angelus is from Drakengard. You meet her at the very beginning of the game and she is dying. The main character is dying. So they make a pact together so that they can survive and uh, get out of the terrible situation that they're in. And she's snarky and just overall powerful and arrogant, but also can be kind and is really strong.
1: Okay, so dragon's often identified by scale or color. What's her look?
0: She's red. She's a red dragon. Yeah. Red. And in the lore of that game, you in Dragon Guard 3, you meet a white dragon who mentions her as just red.
1: Oh, there we go. So that's one for you. Yep. What's two?
0: Well, the other one is Bahamut from Final Fantasy. Sure.
1: Okay. Just so, going classic, kind of dragon god crossover there.
0: Yeah. It's a classic summon, and Bahamut has been in all Final Fantasy since then. It played a huge role in Final Fantasy the fourteen. The Um... Solar, solar flare? Solar yeah, Some kind when Rydia of flare calls the dragon,
2: I think it's yeah, just a bunch of yeah. blowing ups.
0: But um Bahamut is interesting because it's from real life lore, was adapted into a platinum dragon for D anD D, and now whenever Bahamut shows up, he usually has a sister na- named Tiamat,
1: which is likewise from D anD D lore,
2: yep. which is a water.
1: Cat snake? Well, in D&D, <laughs> it's the five-headed dragon that ventures always running away from. And it's, and it's from. a
0: multi-headed dragon in Final yeah. Fantasy as well. Right. Okay. I like
3: I, Hydra. I'm a big fan of the bastardization of Final Fantasy, you know, taking real-world history through the lens of D&D. And then, but <laughs> now, over the course of 20-plus years, it's sort of become its own Final thing Fantasy. as well, <laughs> building on its own lore.
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Yeah, because like uh, Behemoth and Leviathan and yep. I can't remember. There's this bird. I don't know. But those are all from uh, Hebrew lore. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Leviathan's like well, the drama. biblical or even pre-biblical yeah, chaos monster that mm-hmm. God wrestles with to create the universe. Like that's the, it's, yeah, it's, and then now it's becoming a Final Fantasy monster.
3: I really like, uh, uh, Chromie in World of Warcraft as oh. a, a time traveling dragon that is the key, you know, sort of plot driver through a lot of the events of, uh, wow lore. Okay. I'm a big fan of, uh, dragons that, uh, shapeshift, like that have human forms. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where these tropes come from.
1: Uh, really... That one, that one predates D and D, but it's also very important to D and D. Yeah, yeah. The shape shifting dragon thing is back. I like that too. Uh, the Bioware dragons that surprise you are <laughs> always fun. You just be like, "I am this guy." Your party's known for thirty yeah. hours. Holy uh, crap, he's a dragon! Yeah, yeah. It turns out, it turns
3: out, yeah, I'm a dragon. <laughs> um, I liked I really liked fighting the dragons in Skyrim. I mean it was one of those things that like now six years later is a little bit like played out and you can sort of see the seams in like their AI and stuff like that. But back in twenty eleven, like it didn't really really feel
2: like we'd seen a lot of stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. What about you, Sam? I like Bub. Bub. Bub Bubble (laughs) bubble. But those are dinosaurs. They're not
2: they're they're dragons. Definitely dragons.
1: Well, they're children. I've looked it up today. You looked it up today. Yes.
3: I thought Spoiler they were ways. referred to as dinosaurs. No, they're
2: the Titan. Dragon Brothers. Dragon.
1: Okay, I'm going with you. Well, they do blow bubbles. I I'm thought they were kids that got transformed, didn't they? Yeah, they're the, also people. Yeah, yeah they're it's also like people. you guys like. Because you have to play them in the, Like one of the sequels. You have to play as the kids, and I don't like playing it as the Yeah, oh. Parasol
2: Stars and oh. Rainbow and Islands. And
0: yeah. I, I did um, want to mention the dragons from Fire Emblem, because those are yeah, really interesting.
2: Yeah, Tiki and a few other characters are little girls that turn into dragons. I really – go ahead. I thought you were going to make another point. Uh, My overall point is that I don't like dragons and I think they're (gasps) stupid. What?
1: Uh, Just in general? Uh,
2: Yeah, I I just have never – it always ruins fantasy for me when there's dragons in it. And it's always bugged me that they're supposed to be really heavy and they swing their wings, but they fly with magic and that doesn't make any sense. And I just don't like the whole concept. What about
1: Peter Dickinson's Flight of Dragons? Uh, I like if they're like
2: Dune like when they're like a like a worm or like a sea monster or something that like can, you know, actually have a presence. But like the so, flying actual like dragon thing, that when that's in fantasy, it ruins the fantasy for me. So huh. in, in Game of Thrones, I can't stand it. And I know <laughs> it was added to Game of Thrones to like appease like one of George R. R. Martin's like Friends or something like that. Oh, really? Added Danny that. and the dragons. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he grafted it in there.
1: Like, I don't think just, he could have, like, the mother of dragons has yeah. kind of become an important part of that at this point. But it's yes. It has now. Yeah. In the first
2: <laughs> book, it's just a bunch of families fighting.
1: Well, and, and, and then, eggs, and
2: then she's like, and the "In the
1: distance, and eggs." It's like, "Hey, there's this dragon stuff coming." What yeah. about uh, again, Peter Dickinson's Flight of Dragons, where it's like, "Hey, they fill up with hydrogen. Like they eat limestone, it forms hydrogen inside them. They inflate, and that's why they can breathe fire because they have a little thing in the throat." And, oh, that's that's, yeah, too, that's yeah. too sciencey. Yeah, you don't like the sciencey dragons. I mean,
2: I respect I mean, that you can have a magical character and it can be magic. I just don't think they should be pretending to fly all like, the time. No. Then,
3: absolutely um, to me. I really like the dragon. I'm just thinking about like intimidating dragons I've fought in video games, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the dragon boss fights in um, in Dragon Age Inquisition. Ah, Dragon Age really Inquisition dead. had this like underrated uh, feature of its map where if you just open up the map, it would show you the path you followed lately. And I don't remember how far back it went. Maybe from the last like 20 minutes of gameplay or something. And it would see you like I meandered up here and then around and down. And there's, I fought a dragon in a coliseum, and afterwards it was just zigzagged everywhere
2: of me running around like a maniac.
1: Some of those know. fights
2: are 45 minutes long.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, and uh, that dragon was also sleeping, so like you made the decision to go in there and <laughs> fuck with it. Like, yeah, I
1: I liked that game. I like yeah. the dragon combat in that. I like you liked it too.
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot. My first dragon combat in that game took forever, and my second yeah. one I killed it in like five minutes. Yeah, I don't know. There's
2: really hard dragons, and you and I really took advantage of there's that character you can exploit in the game. Mm. Uh, she has some kind of trick that makes her like that's right they useful. patched it out eventually mm. yeah and so that was like it made it possible for me to do those like 45 minute late late yep. game dragon fights really fun. i like
3: dragon raids and again i'm going back to mmos that's always a classic okay um they do. I really actually like the dragon boss fights in Pillars of Eternity, too. Oh, yeah, there's really a really good dragon. Well, Sam, if you want to talk about dragons not making any sense in the context of the world, the Pillars of Eternity one, as much as I love it, is at the bottom of a deep, deep, deep dungeon. And there's oh, just cool. a dragon it there. And yeah. I'm like... That Someone even put that there, yeah. <laughs> that even like broke it for me, you know. That's just D
1: and D logic when you get when you go down to the bottom and the big giant monsters in the room with tiny tiny doors yeah. and doesn't do anything but sit in the room. Yeah, yeah. One thing that bothers like me is Boston. that
2: somebody made up the com- the the, the con- conception of a dragon, and that's cool, sure. But like you were writing a fantasy book, like make something else up, make something up. And that's why I don't like it when they use elves and dwarves and everything and anything. It's yeah. just it's all like tropes. Tolkien did that. Like, do something else, guys. Sam
1: Clay made up hobbits. Dragon hater. Dragon hater. Yeah, and, uh,
2: and I know so- I, that stuff's in Norse history, and Wagner did all the same stuff that Tolkien <laughs> You're get did. So
1: much crap from the right. Norse history uh, <laughs> uh, contingent now. No, no uh, another that's couple good. that come up for me very quickly. Uh, the Dark Souls dragons are pretty neat. Uh, there's a couple of great dragon encounters in Dark Souls in the Souls games. I love the, what about ancient-
2: the skeleton dragon in Castlevania. That's cool. Oh, that's he's
1: great. I love dragon. him. Oh, the boondragon's dragon's fantastic. Crocmeier and Super Metroid's sort of a dragon. He's kind of a dragon. Oh, yeah, Is a, Ridley
0: cool. a dragon? I Ridley,
1: yeah. Do like I the ancient? Do you hate Ridley? Like- Ridley's, 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 ridley's a Ridley's a space dragon. Ridley's so, so silly. I think we're I think we're pushing once, we're pushing the edge of what Ridley
2: became a character that like mattered in like Samus's life and stuff is like sh- <laughs> Ridley killed my parents and is a pirate.
1: Ridley's just this monster. Yeah, just a big old yeah. space monster. I, Metroid did not need deep lore. I'm okay with it <laughs> yeah. not having it. Let's I, I just, I just wander around this big lonely planet. But yeah, the ancient dragon in Dark Souls uh, who just wants to sleep yeah. and be left alone. I love that. Uh, and of course, the red, green, and yellow dragons from Adventure. Uh, three of the greatest dragons of all time. Yeah, the Duck Dragons. The Duck from, Dragons uh, are fantastic. Uh, Warren Robinette's adventure. You,
2: which... Did you know what the name of the dragon was in Dragon Slayer? Because Casey brought
3: that uh, up Cinch.
0: Cinch. 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 So that's a great nice. name. Nice. Yeah. That's a
1: great name for a dragon. But
3: I love. I actually. I'm kind the of the cool. opposite of Sam. I think I love dragons. A lot of people do. It's I fun. love that. Well, those like, like not just like oh, because they're so cool and they breathe fire, but like I like their mercurial nature and that uh, they're irrational. Like they hoard treasure so much, even to their own demise, and yeah. um, you know, so that they sort of have this baked-in character flaw that they. They just can't help but...
2: How do they pick
1: up the treasure? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
0: some Bear. of them can transform into humans or yeah. they... It make makes other... it harder
1: for them to pick up the they treasure. Just, or like Smog, they just, they, just, they just lay in it. All right, we're going to make Smog other people in two Hey, Smaug's if a dragon
0: cave. came up to you, Sam and was like, "Get an army of people, move all the treasure to my yeah. lair. I'll destroy everything." Wouldn't we, you do it? We've got. I it. think Mog had. Uh, Smog, we got to end Dragon. I cast. think
1: Smog had to puke up that treasure. <laughs> got to end Dragon Cast. Gonna. Jump last, but I would be remiss Cannon. if I did not mention the red dragon boss from Dungeons and Dragons: Shadow Over Mysteria, the awesome arcade game like TMNT, The Simpsons, except with D and D characters like Dragon. Dragon's oh, Crown that yeah, was yeah. actually that's in an really arcade. Cool. Yeah, the yeah. final red dragon in that, like when you watch it now, it doesn't seem all that impressive, but when you're playing that in the arcade, mm-hmm. and that thing came out, you're just like,
0: oh, that's so
1: awesome. Yeah. And a big red D&D dragon is just so good. All right, from Paul Yates on Facebook. <laughs> Pick your ultimate gaming trilogy using any game in any series, but it must go in order. For example, mine, Not a question, Paul. Uh, wait, for example, mine would I just be- just want to point out, I do like trilogies. Dragon Age Origins, Mass Effect 2- Witcher three. Wait, that's it.
3: Wait, yes. wait, that's all you what? get. Yeah, that's not a trilogy. I mean, you you know. have
1: to make up your Witcher own trilogy.
3: Three. Wait, am wait. I just picking my three favorite games?
1: But they have understand. to be one, one, two, and three. three. So hard. Oh. Yes, that's,
3: that's hard. way different. That's why it's I said this out. We here.
2: all guys, you know what it is. It's Robocop.
1: Robocop one, two, and three. Yeah. you're not doing <laughs> any do they switching out. All they have on to NES. Be
0: separate. can don't they have to be separate?
1: Yes, they have all separate games. They they should all be from separate series, I think. But if well, we've
2: agreed on Robocop as a as
1: a team so let's move on you're just going <laughs> with robocop right there straight into robocop it's clearly super mario brothers one two and three for me it, would it be i mean would you pick any other games best. outside of this third? i wouldn't
2: recommend the, the, any games over those to anybody in the world
1: okay so you're just going to buy like the uh, mario do you want the mario all-stars cart that comes with world as well or are you just going to get the three originals no way no way which
2: no, no remakes
1: no remakes. You want the originals. Yeah, the timing is a little different. there's people
2: in on our office that haven't played Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3, and I'd easily recommend those.
1: Yeah. Those are must plays. I agree with you. There. Those, they're really all fun. superb games. They're great games. Yep. Still fun. All three. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to shift anything out. What about you, Casey?
0: Uh, I'll think about it. I just determined there's way too many sequels that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like. Majora's Mask. I don't know if you would consider that an actual sequel, but I mean, it kind of is. It's definitely
1: not a three. It's but not it's a kind of 2 or a three. Yeah, it's not a three. It doesn't have either one. You got to pick a, yeah, pick it a one have a new, name, It has to have a number in it. Game name yes. two, game But name Dragon three.
0: Age Inquisition is the third right, in the count. trilogy, but it doesn't have a number. Okay, well, that's, that, right. that's three. I think that We're going
1: to count that as three. <laughs> yes. Majora's Mask would be like 12.
0: Oh my gosh, that's you're right. You're totally right. Okay, well, what about Portal 2? Portal
1: 2. Mm-hmm. Portal 2 is my second as well. Okay. Like What's yours? I, I can, come up, no, we can yeah. go. No, we can you go. go. Right. You Portal go first. I
0: understand games, I
4: don't we're
2: know. not
1: picking trilogies. No, we're not picking. We're making a trilogy out of a first game, a second game and a third. I
2: stand game. by Mario 1, 2 and 3. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh I'll swap right. out if you want to do Portal 2. I
3: have a different 2. Yeah, no, can. I, I can do, I can do
0: Banjo-Tooie. Okay. You, you oh, is, are we there.
3: negotiating now? Yeah. Uh, you can take Banjo-Tooie. Mass Effect 2. Get off pretty my pretty cool. show. Why? Oh, that's awful. What if I uh,
0: replace it with Sonic Adventure 2 Battle?
1: That's even that? worse. That's probably okay, crazy. that's even worse.
0: Yeah. Banjo-Tooie
3: right, is pretty bad.
1: So you got two. You got your two. What's your one?
0: Uh, Shadow of the Colossus.
1: Shadow of the Colossus, number it's one. It's the only,
0: like, one game that I really prefer over any of the other sequels that's come so out. So Shadow <laughs>
1: 1, then... Banjo Tooie. Banjo Tooie. And then. Um,
0: Halo 3. And Halo
1: that's a, that's 3. It's a good that's one. A good three. So that's your that's your special trilogy right there. I like that one. What about you? Super Monkey Ball.
3: Okay. <laughs> Technically, there was Monkey Ball in arcade, but Super Monkey Ball is the mm. first home Monkey Ball really uh, I'll give you that one. Um, and then uh, I would take Portal 2. Okay. Or my alternate was going to be Uncharted 2. Okay. The best Uncharted. Um, and then my third one, Super Metroid. Super
1: Metroid. Oh, yeah, because that's Metroid. Th- Ooh, wait a minute. Two. That's yep, three. three. That's three. Yep. Metroid 3 colon nice. Metroid. Can, you, <laughs> can
2: you think of games that are twos that don't have threes or threes that don't have twos? Because I can't. What? Well, there's Columns 3. Columns <laughs> I, 3 doesn't have a Columns 2. I, Justin got one part of the puzzle.
1: Yeah. Um, just there's,
2: games that got one sequel and nothing else? Uh, there, no, there's games that are two that but, don't have a one.
1: Two that don't yeah, have a one? Mm-hmm. I think like the D-Base 2 is that thing where they just went ahead and made Here's part Here's one that two. you've
2: played. Pepper 2. It's Pepper arcade 2. arcade game. Right. That's there's right. no Pepper 1.
1: Yeah, that drove yeah. me crazy. But there's also yeah.
2: another one. What's the other one? Cheetahman two. Yeah, for NES. Very rare NES game.
1: Oh, because it's from Cheetahman in Action Fifty Two. Is uh, Cheetahman one?
2: Yeah, but there's no Cheetahman cart. There's right.
1: There's Cheataman. no standalone Cheetahman cart. Good it's trivia, just the Sam. Action 52. Thank you. That's right. Very good. <laughs> My favorite of those is Y two, the Falcom game that is literally titled 2-2. Like 2-2. Two Two. Like there's Y. That's great. And then there's Vi two. That's the sequel to Y.
2: That's so cool. Yeah,
1: I love that. All right. Uh, do you trilogy, trilogy, trilogy? We mm-hmm. all got them. What about you? What, me? Yeah. Man, that sounds like work. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. You, you have to do one. Yeah. I have to, I have to do you one. You made huh? us do it. Uh, I'm tempted to lean in a lot like Sam, but... Uh, you love Zelda, too. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. If I'm just going to be fickle and have some fun here, um, I actually really love the first Metroid. A lot. You brought Metroid into my mind? No. Okay. Pirates is one. <laughs> Sid Meier's gotta gotta Pirates. Sid Meier's Pirates is one. Gotta be. Uh, Isn't Zelda 2 your favorite Zelda? 2 is my favorite Zelda, so I'll go with Zelda That's 2. Good. Yeah. Uh, and then for. Th- too bad Final Fantasy 3 is not better. It's not better. Yeah, it is, it is too bad Final Fantasy 3 is not better. But, but it dra- could be
2: the U.S. Final Fantasy 3. Good point. Mm-hmm. Rule but, break. Ooh, you're doing a rule break there? <laughs> no, that now I think you should go with that. Because I would honestly, if I had to choose another trilogy that I like, Final Fantasy 1, 2, II and 3, U.S. is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Alright,
1: I'll just lean into that then. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Final Fantasy Three. <laughs> Sounds good. US. Yeah. Actually Final Fantasy Three US is superb. That's a great game. Uh number six. Choose your weapon. The ultimate weapons in video games. Pick three video game weapons that are close to your heart.
2: Did you already do this? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm gonna do it on the fly.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. That's why I sent these out yesterday. I was like, you got to prep. You got to be ready. Yeah, it's got to be the, right uh, the Wabajack
3: from – I know it's in Skyrim. I don't know if it's in the other. I think it's like in all the Elder Scrolls games.
1: The Jack sounds like something you would kill in Alice in Wonderland.
3: It's a staff. <laughs> it's, so it's a magic staff. And when you – I don't actually know if it shoots a projectile or if you just thwack things with it. But uh, it has random effects. So it can turn them into a giant dragon or it can turn them into a mud a chicken. And it just does something different and wild and zany each time.
1: That's fun. So, so I played Mighty Jack on the NES. Okay. Of that course was, you did was about it. Uh, that was kind of... all right. I got it. So that's one. It. Sam got it. What do got? Oh,
2: I got? No, 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 no. I just got your joke about Mighty Bomb Jack. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't go
1: second. I
2: mean, okay, <laughs> go. Casey,
1: what, what's the first one? one? We're going around one, yeah. one, 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 oh, one, 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 one. We're going to go around. Yeah, 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 Okay,
2: yeah. I can do it that way.
0: Okay. Um. First one is the Rune Stone from Lost Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. It allows you to use a deck of cards that summon monsters that fight for you.
1: Oh, I love that. I like oh. summoning monsters so, that fight for you. That's
0: yeah, then I just can just... You know, it's like go have go fight that thing for me.
1: <laughs> See, I usually won't use summoners. I, I think the only time I've ever really fallen off that boat was was in uh, Diablo 2 when I had the Necromancer. Oh yeah, even though that's he's
0: way overpowered. Well, he oh, didn't used God. to be.
1: He used to be overpowered in the first act <laughs> and useless after. And then when they patched him, they finally made him overpowered in oh, the late game. Okay. He's so, so good. He's so good. You like the Necromancer? Oh yeah. Yeah. That too. What about you, Sam?
2: Uh, Mega Man Two, Metal Man, Saw
1: Ooh, that's a great. Yeah, because. The game is over.
2: Because it makes <laughs> it's it's the actual weapon. Yeah. You start with a stunted weapon that can shoot one direction, and then you get the real weapon that can shoot all ten
1: direct, or what is it, nine eight, directions? Eight directions. Eight directions. Yeah, you can shoot eight directions yeah. with it. And it's more powerful than your basic shot, affects so practically it. everything. yeah goes Psst. Psst. Yep. It's great sound. And that tink when it hits something. And that woodman, I hate him so much. Okay, so yeah, Woodman is terrible, and it takes him down yeah. very quickly. The uh, Actually, yeah, the he's not stupid the only ostriches. boss. He's not the only boss that's weak to that. It's oh, yeah. like one of the weapons that actually affects several of the bosses powerfully. Really? Yeah, it's most I against think him. that's on
2: easy mode. Huh? I think that's just on easy
1: that's mode. That's on US mode. Uh, yeah, that's definitely. true, yeah. Yeah, And then uh, for me, my first one, easy, uh, the most powerful video game weapon in history, the Contra Spread Gun, um, which is imperative for victory. That's a good one. And if you're going to try to do a straight, like, no-deaths run of Contra, you have to have the spread gun the whole time. Mm -hmm. Second.
3: I don't know. I was trying to think. Well, I mean, like, I love, I'm trying to picture myself, like, playing Halo. And I'm like, what's the gun that I'm like, yes. Now I'm super pleased and happy. The Needler. I was going to say, like, the Halo (laughs) 2 Needler was really, really fun.
2: It's really fun to play with. That's a great toy in the game.
3: But, like, I don't know. Like, the rest of them are sort of like, like, I was a big fan of the DMR. Um, I actually do like a little bit more than the battle rifle in Halo, mm. which I know is an unpopular choice. But I feel like I feel like I had a really, really wonderful like cadence and rhythm to to how you needed to be successful with that gun.
1: Just the the way that you had. When you say cadence.
2: Is it fire in threes or is that the battle rifle?
1: Uh, it's uh, I think it's
3: Halo. I mean they all blur together for me now. I think it's yeah. three that had the DMR in multiplayer. It might have been four. Is
2: it fire in three shots?
3: But in any case, they had uh, what was called reticle bloom, right? So instead of having significant you know recoil on your guns, the way that they sort of forced you to space out your shots was uh, the reticle would be really, really tiny and you would fire and the reticle would bloom out. And then it would narrow again and bloom out and narrow again mm-hmm. every time you fired the gun. And uh, that gun, I
1: thought, was really satisfying and fun. So you're going to you gonna pick that? I mean, I don't know. I'm just talking here. All right. <laughs> want... Well, we're going to count that one so we okay. can uh, move to the next. All right. What about uh, you, Casey?
0: Um, I'm going to pick a great sword from Monster Hunter. Oh. I feel like they're pretty iconic. And specifically, I'm going to go with Siegeland, which is the first great sword that I created. It's like the final in the line of swords that you upgrade. And it's made with Rathian parts. So it's just a giant sword with green dragon scales on it.
1: Lovely. Uh, (laughs) It's just satisfying to use, or the fact that earning it felt so good? It
0: wasn't, it was actually one of the easiest great swords to get. It was just the first one that I made that I was happy with. And a lot of people had it because it was kind of like the first good weapon you would make in that game. So you you associate it with good memories. Yeah.
1: Sam, what about your number two? Uh,
2: I was going to go with Atma weapon for my second one. Uh, That's in Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. There's two Atma weapons. One of them does something really spoilery, which I won't say, but it's just a dog that you fight. I don't know why it's called the same thing as what I'm talking about, which is a sword and it's a lightsaber, and it's only based on your HP, how powerful it is. So your HP... If you and it's, I think it's one to one. So if you if you get your, which is what I did, get your your HP to nine 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 in that game, you attack nine 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 nine. So if you get that and you get the Genji glove and the thing that makes you attack four times, which I can't remember what it's called, then you can attack eight times. And that's the highest damage you can do in that. Game.
1: And you're saying in three six, right? Because five has something very similar this is set six, up as well. Yeah.
2: And um, you get it right at the beginning of the game, just yeah. this weapon. But your HP is so low that your damage is always so lame. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you use Game Genie, which is what I did <laughs> was a kid, uh, you can start from the end of the game and get nine 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 damage from this one weapon I love just because that. your HP is really high.
1: Have you played through five? No. It, it's all about gaming the system and doing stuff like that. I think you would love it, Sam.
2: You like pair stuff to do more hits and stuff.
1: Yeah, like it's yeah. it's all about playing with. That. it. It's a system based game, and it's all about like abusing the game and finding new ways to yeah. to do new damage like that. For me, the second is another easy one. Um, I've never loved much more than the Doom Chainsaw. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Doom Chainsaw is ridiculously rewarding. Yeah, it's it's funny. Funny. just turn it up and, rah, and just run into something and it dies. And yeah. it, it that game is is kind of that. it's all about mo- movement, mm-hmm. and the chainsaw is the perfect. Accompaniment to that, to the sense of speed and quick motion in that totally. game. I like totally. that a lot. Yeah. All right, number three. Uh, I
3: like that Hyper Beam and Super Metroid again. I guess I got Metroid on the beam, on oh. the
1: brain tonight. <laughs> yeah. to beam or the brain? Wow. Well, yeah. You got something on the brain, definitely. Yeah. All right, so why the Hyper Beam? That's great. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Which okay. one is that one? It's the one you get at the very end of the game in the scripted moment. Does when it you're, shoot
2: like, no, no. The middle one shoots like in a sign. It's
3: for- not an upgrade. Like it's in the final moment of the game. It's like how oh, you defeat oh, okay. the final boss it's after, like a story
2: beam. after you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, story. Right. I like the scan visor in that game. I like how it goes up and down the room. It's so funny.
3: Uh, it's
1: great. I like the ice beam in that game too. I'm really enjoying this because I'm not getting all the ones I thought I'd get. This mm-hmm. is this is great. What do you think you'd get? Uh, things like the gravity gun, and stuff like you know, mm-hmm. things that you're going to find on every like top ten list out yeah. yeah. there. Maybe we just chose really poorly. Uh, yeah, it no, it might just be bad. No, I think you're just picking the ones that are your favorites. That's what we wanted. I'm really yeah. happy about it. Yeah. Casey, what's your third?
0: Um, a pokeball. <laughs>
1: That's really cool.
0: Right. I mean, you can go catch a god and then unleash it on your enemies.
1: Do pokeballs uh, work on people?
0: You know, according to a uh, one uh, Saturday morning WB special, it does.
1: Wow, that'd Stick be it. amazing. <laughs> I can think of some people I just want to throw a pokeball at. Like, people, if pokeballs
2: I don't actually... are weapons, then I don't like Pokemon
1: anymore. No, <laughs> you want
2: to little well, like.
0: You could use it as a weapon. You just wouldn't see anyone using it as a weapon in Pokemon as it's represented in the anime today because it's a utopian society.
1: That's what happened to all the young adult men in the Pokemon world. They're all in Pokeballs. They're not <laughs> dead. There wasn't an apocalyptic war. They're all trapped in Pokeballs in a silo somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's like, no, you did something wrong. You just cash it in a Pokeball, throw it in a bin. It's
1: kind of Philip K. Dick right here. This is like Minority Report. <laughs> Everybody's just hovering with a guy with an organ playing People to Pokeballs. hit the
2: Pokemon with a pokeball sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah, like it's like oh, yeah. dink, and yep. then it falls on the ground and catches them. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Bad about that. What about uh, you, Sam? And That's
2: they good. scream as they go into it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your third? Uh, it is the Morning Star Whip in Simon's Quest. Ooh. So I really like the whip in uh in, in Castlevania games. It's yeah. awesome, right? It's just like a cool thing. But in that game, you get uh like a um an upgrade. and it you know, makes it chain. You get an upgrade with a ball in the end, and then you get it's just it's on, it's on fire. You're just whipping fire. It's like a lightsaber, a whip fire. And when I was a little kid, I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Rad. And I didn't understand anything about that game, but that was cool.
1: Yeah, that whip was spectacular. Also, shout out to Super Castlevania four, where you can do the little whip yeah. dance.
2: You can just but- hold the whip like this, and then it just jiggles. And that's in Smash yeah. Brothers yeah. now. Yeah.
1: That's, that's so they
2: amazing. They roll the whip out and do the little stupid little yeah. whip things. If, and then they show like a smash. Not a smash, but just an attack doing that. If we Richter can do the well. backflip,
1: yeah. I'm going to die. Like if I if I can hold that button combination and Richter backflips for no useful reason, <laughs> I'd be so happy. Uh, last one for me i was going to go with uh with the portal gun because it's so iconic but really want to be honest Not with myself the upgraded polar star from cave story mm-hmm. when you get it all the way up and you can fly that's using the one. gun
2: i love that yeah. it's a jet pack but it's a gun you yeah can make that really tricky jump with it too yeah it's so
1: great just love it so that's that's yeah. going to be my you can
0: part. definitely use the portal gun as a weapon i mean if i go shoot a portal at the top of a building and then shoot underneath you you fall out of the portal and well, die i
3: mean now we don't have enough time left in the show to get too philosophical here but anything can be used as a You're weapon. right yep. <laughs> i don't i don't consider the portal gun a weapon you cons- nope. it's a it's a tool is charizard
0: a weapon it. I mean, yeah, right? Like, all Pokemon can be used. Is Charizard as a dragon? I think. No.
1: I think the portal gun <laughs> is be, a weapon the way a machete is a weapon. Isn't he a dragon type?
0: No, he's a That's fire insane. flying type. Ah. When he turns into Mega Charizard X, he becomes a dragon type.
1: Gotcha. Now it's time. Maybe for for. Otherwise, a he's
0: a fire breathing wow. The screen
1: changes it's color screen. as it gets close to the end of the show. I didn't know that. It's like, know. like it's like more and more intense. I hear like the the Mario, like you're under 100 time it units. It's like it was programmed
2: playing. in basic. It's I, th- like this I
1: think it's new. Yeah. I think it always does that. All right. Now it's time for America, nay, the world, nay, the galaxy's favorite game, video game 20 questions. This one comes from Lucas Wells, 20 questions, one game. You didn't say where he's from? Didn't say where he's from? How
0: will we know what his favorite games are if we yeah. don't know where he's I'm from? I'm sorry.
1: You're not, yeah. I oh mean, boy. your first question could be, where is Lucas from? But I'm not going to be able to answer that one. So I can make something up.
2: It has to be yes or no. We're going to say Lucas. But if you don't know that, we'll just
1: ask you whatever. <laughs> Lucas Wells of Fishigan, Michigan. That's what I'm going to say. Fishigan, Michigan. Fishagon, Michigan. Uh, 20 questions. Uh, we'll start with Justin and head around. Does your character wear any kind of headwear of any kind? Indeed.
3: And look, we're going with the thumb first. Yes. Indeed, me
1: is a yes.
3: Yeah,
0: you got one. Can your character is your character always a male?
1: Yes. Okay. Why? Did, okay.
0: Now I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I just had to confirm. Don't, don't read too much into that. I just what, had what to you, Did, did you go into your Mind Palace for a minute? Why did that
3: take so long? What do you even confirm?
1: Like well, collector, I just yeah. have a Mind Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I sprint up the stairs. <laughs> 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 My head is a Commodore 1541 drive. Just <laughs> like that.
2: Uh, did this come out before the year nineteen? No, no. 1990,
1: yeah. Before the year 1990?
2: No, I'm going to go with 2000 first.
1: 2000? Yeah. No. After 2000. Do you want a fourth question? Is that what you're saying? Yes, Just to clarify, after you got my question. <laughs> yeah, this game, this game came out after the year 2000. Right, so we got a free question out of that. <laughs> okay, no we didn't. Uh, did well, then we know it didn't
2: come out in the year 2000. Did this, yeah. game,
3: did this game come out uh, before January
2: 1st, 2010? No. Pretty contemporary, then. Did it come out before two thousand and ten? No, so it's it's, it's, it's brand af, new. Af, well, yeah, within the last eight years. Okay, that's a good point. Been a long time.
3: <laughs> right, we're old. No, we're the good.
0: olds. I mean, you always play a character that's a male, so you probably can't customize the character. I'm not asking a question. I'm just thinking. Was this now.
2: game known for its story? No. That's a new one. That's guys. five. It's a new question.
1: That's five. It's a good question.
0: Is there PvP multiplayer?
1: No. Uh,
3: was this game developed in America, in the United States? Yes. I don't think we're going to get this one. Not
0: known for its story. i
3: a good start. Not known for its story, but no multiplayer is weird. Yeah. Right? Could be a puzzle game. Well, it
0: could have...
2: Geometry Wars? Mm.
0: It, no, because you it's always play you as did. a male, so wouldn't that answer be... Like if you don't play as a person or anything
2: it'd be driving, Gran Turismo or something. Yeah. Is this part of a series? Yes. Oh boy. That makes it difficult.
3: I mean not really. We know it's a contemporary game. Is this game on the the PS4 and Xbox One and Switch generation of consoles? No. So PS3 era, yeah. PS3, 360, Wii U, and then the generations always get messed up. What was the Wii it? The Wii it
2: wasn't era. made in Japan. No, it
3: was made in America.
1: Okay. That's, or wherever, We're at nine. In the world. We're at nine right now. So you have eleven questions left. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. doing great. Um. Love the thoughtful looks on the faces here.
2: <laughs> Thinking driving or fighting or arcade, but just just because of the story question.
1: Yep. It's not an obscure game. I'm not trolling y'all or anything know, like that. Yeah, yeah. So.
2: Uh was this a console exclusive? Uh define console. Sorry, was this only available on one platform? Yes.
0: Only one.
3: Why did we have to define console? Because then? it could be
2: a PC or a handheld. But use Okay. Or a phone. Okay.
3: Was this game exclusive to the PC?
1: No.
2: This is a mobile game, Jared?
1: Is that a question? Yeah. This game can be played while traveling. <laughs> okay. Oh, it. Okay. It's a,
2: okay. All right. <laughs> um, it's probably a 3ds. I game. I want to know then, if right? it's a D- 3ds or a Vita game, but it's almost certainly it's yeah, almost a burner question. Of well, but it, we need to know.
0: Was it? Was it accepted well by critics? Yes. Okay, so should we should know it then? <laughs> yeah. Is this when a is this a 3ds and...
3: game? No. So it's got to be a Vita game. <laughs> or... What? Or phone. Well, but Jared phrased or it DS. in such a way.
0: Regular well, it'd be, DS? It'd be,
2: when did regular DS expire? No one knows.
0: Um, Two You're right. thousand...
2: You're right, yeah. It could easily be... Eleven? Yes. This is so crappy. We wasted so many questions on this. Well, we gotta 14. know. We gotta know. At Fourteen. Yeah. Should we widen it to say, did it come out on a Nintendo platform?
3: Well, we know it's not 3DS, so it's either... It's possibly mobile, but it's... Vita, you know, PSP, DS. It's probably... It's probably too late for always PSP. It's probably Vita or late no. DS. Is this a DS game?
0: It was not known for This
1: story. is a DS game.
0: Woo! Okay. <laughs> 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 ah, that's oh, <sorry>. right. Five <laughs> questions
3: left. But, but it was made, made here. No story. Is it part of a franchise? Mm-hmm. I already forgot. Yes, part of a series.
2: Yes, part of a series developed. P- cross?
0: No, you always <laughs> play as a dude.
2: M- Meteos, Spicross uh, are Japanese games, I believe.
0: Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. We could just um, ask if
2: it's a puzzle game, but we're only asking that because like the
0: story. No, so here. you always have a, you have a hat and you play as a guy.
2: You yeah. have headgear.
0: Yeah. Not
2: known for its story.
1: Yep. All of these things are true.
2: And it's really... Well-received should help us with this then. Mm-hmm. Very well-received.
1: I ran... In this
3: era, I ran a website that only covered handheld games.
2: When did Brain Age and Nintendo? Well, Nintendogs and Brain Age are Japanese games. That, yeah. That yep. can't work. Those are just well-received.
3: I also yeah, think that those received. were earlier in the 2000s. So, like, late... I don't remember exactly how the years of the yeah. generation shake like out. Like Phantom Hourglass era. Like this is fairly late 3DS, Yeah, or DS, I mean.
0: I, I played a lot of DS games, but om- almost none of them were made here. Yeah,
2: they're so <laughs> commonly Japanese, right? But this is probably a, a pretty big one that was. Um, were there rhythm games that were popular that were from here? That There was uh, Elite Beat Agents.
0: But that was Japanese. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah, And there's the crappy Guitar Hero.
3: There was a thing. trauma center and its sequels,
0: and those that was Japanese. also Japanese.
3: Famous for story too, not, not famous, famous for story. Not famous for story.
2: No, I'm saying.
0: Like oh those yeah, games those are. were and
2: yep. the Phoenix Wright games. Is are this Japanese?
3: Yeah, so it can't even. Yeah, it can't even be like.
0: Uh, Is it a Mario game, guys?
1: Well, those oh, were made in Japan. Was this played oh, yeah, with touch yeah, controls? Yeah. Uh Touch controls were a very important part of this game. Okay. Yes. Wow. I like you could that. Also, that got me thinking. You could also use the. DS controls but you needed the touch controls to do certain very important
3: what things was that game. what was that game
0: what about was where was ghost trick made
3: that's capcom that's a okay. good guess Great there was a game like hotel dusk the one that had the infamous yeah, puzzle nice. where you had to close your 3ds and reopen yeah, yeah, it. yeah but that's
2: oh. all story-based stuff though
0: wait wasn't that a zelda puzzle those are all just like so story heavy <laughs> yeah
2: and this must be like really like you're either writing in it or you're
1: slashing I feel like I'm going to have to hide my face because I don't have Damon's poker face yeah. <laughs> I developed it. Yeah. Is this a puzzle game? This game contains significant puzzle-solving elements. It's not but it is not a pure I would not define this as a pure puzzle game, however, puzzles are an integral part of playing this game. It can do more than puzzles, but you have to solve puzzles constantly to play this game.
3: I've got it.
1: You got yeah, it? I don't got it. We're at 17. Professor! With three questions <laughs> left. Three questions I just want
0: to left. Save the question to ask if we've yeah. said the name here before. Yeah. We're, We're so close. At, and like those latent stuff. I'm type very games.
1: excited. I fulfilled my promise to Dan that we would go. Green over. Age? We've done it. I'm very
2: happy. We, we talked about that. It's Japanese and it's too early. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's
1: going to be something. I feel like you have given enough time, you guys will get it.
0: Someone.
2: I don't hair. have any more time oh what about
1: like no you know, the problem
2: Mama is not like that's Japanese, also so many
1: think about yeah. so much mm-hmm. so much audience tension. I love the thought i i li- this is much easier when you're sitting at home listening.
0: There's probably yeah. so many I love to sit and listen you all every now. week do this, and
1: they you know you're just sitting like no <laughs> it's demon souls, you know but but when you're here, it's entirely
2: different. just trying to think about like what I was playing on that d s yeah I was
1: just playing and it's part of a series. I'm gonna give you a last free one here, which is just that this is a game I
0: loved.
1: Yeah. On the DS. I don't have it. Are you guys gonna surrender or <laughs> take three shots? No, we can well we're gonna take the shots. Right. Um we gotta, we gotta have another question here okay, soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parker's just gonna burst in here and
2: was there in a uh okay. Well how about um should we ask the realistic graphics question or
0: what about Help us the most, yeah. I think that would-
2: or genre would help us the most. I think yes. if we got the genre, it would be better. Well, but you it wasn't
0: s- puzzle. You said it-
2: very significant puzzle elements, but may yeah. not be categorized as a puzzle game. Well, like yeah. we knew it was an adventure game or
3: something.
0: Um, uh, yeah. there was. Do you guys remember a game where you play as a kid and on an island and you're adventuring, and that was a DS game? Mm-hmm.
3: No there was, was Lost Island, but that was whatever. It was called. too early. The survival
2: game,
0: right? Yeah, that was yeah. made by Konami.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. The sequel yeah. the Survival Kids. Mm-hmm. That game's uh, really good. Does this game have a sequel that's come out since? Yes. Okay. Ooh, that's a good question, Sam.
3: So something that's like, people liked it and it has a sequel. It's probably something crappy where like, something like Picross 3D or something was made in America. <laughs> like, and yeah, the main our character list. was a yeah. guy in a hat. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't have it. Right.
0: Have we? Can we ask the name? Two more question? questions. Two uh, more.
2: Questions.
1: Have we mentioned the name of this game yet? No. Duh. Okay. I don't know if that question's allowed normally, but
2: Damon <laughs> said that one was allowed. Okay. No, you
1: have not said the name of this game.
2: That before. was usually our last ditch effort yeah. question, because yeah. sometimes we've mentioned right. the game and then-
1: better name a game. We're at the last um, ones. Twenty questions. I love this game. It's so um, much more fun knowing and having uh, like wielding this power. Yeah, I wouldn't know.
2: What if it's like pack? What's well, because you hate me? I don't. Know yeah, right. Namco.
1: <laughs> we don't want to feed the myth. No.
2: What companies could make games? Because we can guess based on that. Ubisoft has. Uh, EA, Activision are the two big American game developers. Yeah, Activision or Ubisoft.
3: There
1: was It doesn't
2: have to be American, right? Because that's also a studio
3: making like uh, like Dementium, the Ward, and like those yeah. little games. Um, mm-hmm.
2: All right. Did EA ever make
3: a game? Like like God. what was the other one? Like uh, Peggle
2: or anything like that? Got to have a guess, guys.
3: Yeah. Like the Mutant Muds developers were obviously
1: making DS popular DS games back then. I know the audience is waiting with tension, but right. we're about to go to commercial break here. Oh, no, no. Got to have a guess. I give up. Somebody say something. Hotel Dusk. Is it Hotel Dusk? It's not Hotel Dusk, which is not okay. for story. No! Published October 12th, 2010. Wait, is it Rub Rabbits? By Warner Brothers. Developed by Fifth Cell. Oh, Scribble Knots. Super Scribble Knots.
0: Oh, yeah. my gosh. A game
1: as fun and imaginative as you are, reviewed by IGN's Damon Hatfield, yeah, yeah. who gave it a nine.
0: How did he yeah. not? We also want our game to be super scribble Scribblenauts.
1: Yep. He uh. also praised the game's refined control scheme and incorporation of adjectives, but criticized its low level of difficulty. This was Super Scribble Knots. The original submission was Scribble Knots, but I like Super Scribble Knots better, so <laughs> I went with that. That's evil. Yeah, well, great. they're both on DS. You would have been, yeah. well, if you got yeah. one, you'd have gotten the other. So that's uh, all the time we have. And then some, ladies and gentlemen, interested. very quickly, anything you want to plug?
2: Nope. Nope. Visit I have an IGN. anti-dragon podcast. It's called.
0: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ShinyKCD, talking only about Monster Hunter all the time. Yeah. I'm kidding. I talk about other things too, but it's I feel mostly feel
1: like you Monster barely Hunter. talk about
2: Monster Hunter on
3: Twitter. Justin, what's something you're working on you're
1: what? proud of? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't have anything to plug. No, you're nothing you're proud of. Jam- Sam, what about you?
2: Uh, I just wrote about the new Deadpool pinball machine that just got announced yesterday, and it looks like it's a cool pinball machine full of jokes.
1: Very exciting. I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I'm the guest host here, and when I'm not here, I'm over at Kind of Funny hosting Games Daily and Gamescast, or I'm uh, hosting a little show called Red Dead Radio, uh, which you can find at reddeadradio.com. com. Oh, so you have things to plug. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to plug those what's things. going on here now. <laughs> yeah. No, I just like, I like the plugs, but this is how I eat. Please send me money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, Hot Blip and a Jump, which is a sweet little series about why video games are wonderful. Uh, anyway, finally, a shout out to Dante. Somebody asked us if they'd give a shout out to their kid, Dante. Hi, Dante.
2: Hey, Dante. Shout out to hey. Dante Hello. there.
1: <sighs> Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Casey. This is IGEN Game Scoop, and we're out.